the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 2023, and uh, have a lot of people walking by. Sebastian Gorka just kind of traced past a moment ago. He'll be addressing the crowd. They had a huge line trying to get in just a moment ago, so he'll be speaking, and a lot of people want to hear what the man has to say. And uh, Colonel Conrad Reynolds is here in uh, at CPAC. It's good to have him here. He came all the way from Conway. Yeah, absolutely. Great to be here today. All right. So we want to talk to him, and you brought a friend along with you. I'm looking at I. You look awful familiar. <laughs> I watch Fox News. You look awful familiar. <laughs> I've been there on there a few times. <laughs> All right. Mike Lindell is with us here on the, the Dave Ellswick Show. Mike, it's good to have you here. You have uh, hooked up with uh, uh, our great colonel here to talk about paper ballots. Yes. Uh, you know, talk a little bit. What, 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 can, what made you get into paper ballots? Like, we know why the colonel did. Right. How about you? Well, it's on, it's on a national level. We have to. I've spent two years now investigating the, uh, the deviations of the 2020 election and the 2022 election. And the biggest thing in other countries, I've, done, I've, I've uh, talked to France, Bel- or I'm France, the Netherlands, U.K., Germany, they all use paper ballots, hand counted. We have to get rid of the computers and the uh, and the uh, machines, the voting machines in our country. And uh, there's battles going on all around the country. We've just won yesterday in California, Shasta County. This week is going paper free. They're going to paper, and it's uh, it's bringing trans. It'll bring transparency back to our elections where people trust. And the biggest pushback we seem to get uh, going state to state. Is um, is the Republican states that are that are real red like Arkansas, right? And it and uh, what they don't understand is just take Arkansas. They said, well, we're sixty five percent red. No, you're eighty two percent red. Those other seventeen percent of the people, they should count too. Just because you're above the waterline of you know way above the waterline of turning blue, doesn't mean your elections were good. They were horrible, and they and they're and this is across our whole country. And how do I know this? Well. Um, we have something called cast vote records that come right out from the machines. It's the Freedom of Information Act and the nights of the election going through the Edison Research in New Jersey. It's the order the votes come in. And this shows, will show, um, you know, either machine manipulation or not. There's no in-between. And, and um, Arkansas, then we have another way we look at them, too. Um, and uh, we have digital canvassing. We have the voter rolls from every state, including Arkansas, who voted but they, um, or who registered, who voted, and then who was taken off the voter rolls. And, uh, and Arkansas is no different than any other state. It was terrible. Okay. All right. So, Colonel, you know, you're, you're like uh, Bruce Westerman back in 2010 when he started saying the, the money should follow the students, and they called him every name but his own. Oh, absolutely. They're doing the same thing to you now. Uh, they're doing, uh, yeah, I'm taking some heat, but that's okay. You know, it's not, about, uh, it's not about me. You know, I'm willing to stand up to it because this is more important than a personality. Okay, and I've, I've been attacked. I've been called a liar. I've been uh, attacked on the Senate floor hey, for no can, reason Can at all. I get some stock in the paper? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was told that I own <laughs> stock in the paper. And, 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 you know, when you can't 
when you can't defeat the message, you go after the message. Absolutely. And that's exactly what's going on here. And uh, the fact of the matter is, we're right. We're trying to educate people. Uh, Mr. Lindell has been wonderful in trying to help me do that. And so, uh, and we're going to do something on the 18th of uh, this month in okay. Moralton. All right. And we're going to have a, a session to show people, a town hall, if you will. It's free. And if anybody wants, I want people to come. I want all of our legislators to come. I want all the JPs, the county clerks. You know what? If you really care about election integrity, like you say you do, come and listen for it's a couple hours. It's going to be a couple hours. Yeah, right, a couple Mike? hours. We, yeah, we want to show, we want to educate people. That's where we're at now because people, they, they, when they don't know, they like the status quo, especially if they don't see a problem that's right in front of them. And inside these machines and stuff, computers, you can't, if it doesn't affect them, it's in another state over, you heard about the swing state. Well, that's us. That's not, that, you know, that's them. Well, you know what? We're all, this is the United States of America, and we have to have elections, not selection. So it's a, it'll be a great educational thing. We'll show uh, we have some of the best people in the world that have done this, for, when worked for the government for years. So uh, right. inside of uh, cyber and inside Colonel of... Colonel Sean uh, Smith. Is yeah, Sean Smith will be there. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. And very, very smart. Yeah. And, um, but he's I think a colonel. He's a colonel. He's a colonel. And, yeah. and, and the problem... Is, He's Air Force Colonel. I have to. He's yeah. not Army. But, okay. <laughs> but no. Hey, wait, I was Air Force. Oh, okay. So well, okay. Oh no. Okay. But no, a wonderful guy. But the point. The point is, is that this is this is not a personality driven thing. This is a patriot thing. It's nonpartisan too. It has nothing to do with you're Democrat, Republican, right. Independent. This has to do. with... Well, everybody wants to know that when they go cast your ballot, right. it's going to count. Exactly. Right. exactly. And right now, we yep. cannot do that. Right. And I, and I want to tell you, you know, you said it right there. It's not a Republican or Democrat thing. We have in the primary, um, just like any computer or any problem, it's not just a breach as our people say, Mike Lindell's conspiracy theory, he's trying to overturn election. No, this is about the machines, about using computers. In Georgia, this happened last summer, a nice lady, she's a Democrat, her and her husband, three Democrats were running in a lower race. She got zero votes in her own precinct. So they had to go, her and her husband go, hey, wait a minute here. Now, if they'd have gave her two votes... For her and her husband, they'd have said, sorry, nobody loves you, just your husband, right? But right. they had to look into this. And they did, and they found a, 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 a programming error, they called it, and she went from third place to first place. They found 3,700 votes. Wow. Now, these things happen, and then you hear stuff about Arizona. These machines did not work on the front end. They didn't even start, right? You couldn't right, even right. take ballots. So, you know, people say, well... Like Arkansas, I want to show them what happens in down ticket elections in in Arkansas. Just the stuff that 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 wouldn't happen if there was paper. Amazing, amazing. It's it's part of the problem, Colonel. They spent millions of dollars on machines, and now they would have to literally get rid of it. Although I've heard that the people who make the machines will buy them back from us. Is that right? Well, I don't know if they will or not. I've never spoken to ES&S, but I will tell you this, that they certainly don't want them getting into the hands of people who will take them apart and look at them. Okay. They don't want that. No no judge in this country. Interestingly enough, though, in my lawsuits with with one of the machine companies, they... uh, they ruled the uh, uh, one judge ruled sanctions against my lawyers for even uh, subpoenaing the machines. But then the federal judge, the federal judge said, "No, I have the right for my own case to go get machines all over the country and look into." Them. But they're stopping that. They don't want to show us what if there's any problems inside there. You know that's been a big battle. You know when they don't want to pull the curtain back to show you what the wizard's up to. Right. You might want to question what they're doing. Right. I, I, I always say, you know, if they, if everybody. Would 
was around saying, Mike Lindell had rocks and knives inside his pillows. Um, would I go swim? No, I'd say, hey, look inside. There, no, there's nothing. It's beautiful patented fill. And these machine companies are going, no, you can't look. They're running our elections. You know, they could have stopped this two years ago and said there's nothing to hide. Check this out. But right. they didn't do that. They did a thing called lawfare, which had not been done in our country since 1796. Sued over 200 people, companies, including Fox News. we all seen that across right. our, our country. Citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think mine's up to $8 billion now, that, you know. By $8 billion, I have 2,000 employees. They're, they're, they're Democrats, Republicans, liberals, black, white, um, Asian, Hispanic. And, and they're all, you know, they have families and they're all getting sued by these monster machine companies but, but, uh, because, they're, because their CEO uh, went out there and said, hey, we need to look into these things, you know. All right, let's take a break. All right. And then when we come back, we'll continue and let's talk about what are the things that you're planning to do. Colonel, okay. about this. We'll do it. All right. All it's right. Dave Ellswick's show. We're at CPAC 2023. That's right. That voice you hear, you, you know that voice. You even know the face better. Mike Lindell is with us. It's good to have him with us today. Colonel Conrad Reynolds is here as well. I'm Dave Ellswick. Stay tuned. we got more coming your way. All right. So try not to run yourself uh, aground in your canoe as you make your way into work today. All right. With all those flash flood warnings that have uh, expired now. But nobody's pulled a big plug, and the water's not going down that fast. Colonel Conrad Reynolds is here with us today. He, uh, of course, you know him well. He's on my show all the time. Well, not all the time, but a majority of time. Anytime we have anything that happens uh, internationally with the military, I always have the colonel to come on because he was with an Army intelligence. Now, some people say that's an oxymoron, but that's okay. <laughs> True. I've I've lived it. It's no problem. All right. And he brought around uh, uh, along with him a good friend today, and Mike Lindell joins us today on the Dave Ellswick Show, and it's good to have him with us as well. Two great conservatives here with a third conservative, right, and we're absolutely. talking about paper ballots. We've been talking about this for some some time now. Uh, That's right. Colonel. Which our which our conservative state should be ha- should right now have paper ballots in our entire state. We have the opportunity to, to lead every other state mm-hmm. in America right now by getting rid of the machines and going to paper ballots, Dave. Okay. And so that's what no, I'm trying wait, to do. Now, I, I talked to you about a month ago. Right. And the, the word was out that you had stock in the paper company that was making the ballots, <laughs> and we proved that wrong. That's okay. correct. That is absolutely false. That's one of the rumors that, you know, you kill the messenger, Dave. <laughs> if they don't like the message, kill the messenger. And that's what they're trying to do. Uh, I've been called a liar. I've been called out on the Senate floor. Uh, this is ridiculous. The fact of the matter is, is that we want a transparent system that's accurate, and, and people are going to be held accountable. That's what we want. Right now, we don't have that. We do not have that with uh, the machines. Okay. Now let's deal with another lie. That's, we deal with lies on this show all the time. I want you to know the truth. Here's the truth: the ballots don't cost nine dollars a piece. That is, that is not even three, not even two, not even one. It's ridiculous. Uh, they're about around thirty cents each, depending upon how many you buy, right? Well, that's and, the way it, it always also, works. It also depends on what what things you put in there for safety, right? What and, security measures? And what that now that we know about this great system that was developed by a, 
uh, Linda Rant, Missouri system. When you have two Democrats and two Republicans that have, you know, and they right. go through this, and it's just a multiplier. It's getting the people involved, too. And like you say, down to the local precincts where you find, you're back to where we used to be, where, hey, you know, you're working together to get this, to have the best elections ever instead of selections. And it's a great system, and they, um, um, and it even takes care of, I know we're in California, about, you know, people talk about, well, what about the handicap using, you know, with uh, machines, you know, and uh, those questions are answered. So we're bringing, we got to bring in and educate everyone. So because you get pushback, people like the status quo unless they see a problem right in their backyard. And that's what we're going to show them in Arkansas, too. Right. And I appreciate you coming yeah. and doing that because it's important. People need to know what they don't know. Right. In order to make an informed decision. You know, we got a year, day before the next election. You're sounding like Rumsfeld now. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but we got a, we got a whole year before the next election. we got time to figure this out. Every yeah. county is going to be a little different because, right. you know, they're, they're just different. Some of them have two county seats. I and mean, we understand mm-hmm. all that. But we're getting a lot of pushback from the AAC. This Arkansas Association of Counties, they do not want it, and they have fought us. Why? In fact, in fact they're why? why? Are they saying why they don't no, want no, it? No, no, oh, all the same things. The machines are perfect. There's no problem with them. The um, time they say, here's the thing too. Oh, the, the time it would take forever to count. No, it doesn't. The, she did. She showed us time studies with this paper. It's so fast and efficient. Um, how long do machines take now? Um, some of these states, uh, we're still waiting. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> and um, we're, we're trying to kill this SB 250. They yeah, passed the Senate. Horrible. They ramrodded this thing through, and they, they, they I testified. Only, they only gave me two minutes a day. And they didn't ask me any questions except John Payton, except uh, Senator Payton. Nobody else asked one question. They already knew they were going to pass this. It was clear. It was evident. This is a problem. And now they've passed the Senate, and they're going to run, try to ramrod this thing through the House. Right. And we, we need the counties to understand. They already have the authority to have paper ballots mm-hmm. under current law. They don't need this law at all. This law was designed without question in order to punish and, and scare counties from going to paper ballots. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. And we need every legislator to stand up. We need every legislator to say, no, we're not voting on this until we see what uh, Mike Lindell has to say on the 18th and see what we're bringing up, the facts that we're bringing up. And I think every one of them will see we cannot continue to use the machines. And I I will say this is, um, you know. Arkansas is like many other states where where they, from the bottom up, from the county, has their own right. It's within their law to either use machines or not. Some states don't have that luxury where you go down to, like Louisiana goes from the Secretary of State down, or Colorado, these places where they make all the rules, one person, okay? Okay, top to bottom. Top to bottom. But here, Arkansas, but most states are like Arkansas, where they can make their own decision within their county. I want to tell you guys something with this is um, you know you have the you, you have the RNC you know I ran for share of the RNC right. and when I ran for that um, one of the biggest problems I showed the told the RNC those 168 I said you guys you guys um, you've lost five in a row five basically you know from 2020 or 20 2020 the 2020 runoff the 2022 runoff and right, the, and right. the 2022 and the 2018 well they did they've only done one thing wrong and they haven't addressed their election platforms. And that's, you know, whether it's getting rid of the machines, which we have to do. That's, that's that, that for sure. But then you have dirty voter rolls. And, yes, Arkansas has dirty voter rolls, too. There's all these things. But when you do paper ballots, all these things, these problems go away. You get rid of the machines, they go away. 
And, and it was like, here's what I told them. It's a great example for everybody. At the RNC, for seven months, their Gmails were going into spam. And they kept going, well, crooked Google's doing this to us. What are we going to do? And they, 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 maybe they won't do it next month, right? Then they did it again and again and again. Seven months went by, and finally, they, they sued Google. And the Google gave them back the next day. Here you go. Now, that was one click of a button of a machine that could destroy a company. I've had it happen in my pillow with Google right. and Microsoft and different outlets, you know. Well, what's the difference there of a, or a electronic voting machine, you know, a computer? You know, computers and, and ES&S. You guys have ES&S, right? Oh, yeah. right. I counts. did a Senate hearing in Louisiana. I was down there before, and they let me talk, and there was all the machine companies there. The ES&S owner, one of the owners got up there, and the Secretary of State, Kyle Ardwin, said, are your machines better than other machines or whatever? And at least he didn't lie. He told the truth. He said, every voting machine is hackable and vulnerable. Everyone. That's what he said. Amazing. You know, yeah. All right, amazing. We're out of town, out of time, gentlemen. Oh, I loved it. Thank you for having me yeah. on. Okay. And, so and, when and, are you going to be in Morrowind? Can you get on oh, the 18th? It'll be the 18th of March. So you're going to keep me, you and keep me appraised of what the time is going to be and all that. Absolutely, we will. We will. Okay, Mr. Lindell. Thanks for having we me. We thank, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Appreciate you coming by. One yes. last thing: if, if if you want to come, please go to our website at avii.org. Avii.org. Fill out the form and at the comment section, just say I'm coming. That's all we need. It's free. Just come. And, uh, and you're going to learn something. And you're going to have something you can take back to your representative and let them know exactly why they, do, they need to vote no on SB 250. Well, you tell me how many are coming. I'll be broadcasting that so that the uh, politicians will know. Okay. I will definitely. All right. Brother. Thank we you so much, you. David. Thanks a lot. We appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lindell. All right. We'll be back with more here in uh, CPAC 2023. All right. Back at CPAC. Back at Gaylord. And, uh, you know, Epic Times has been on with me many, many, many times here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And if you want to know about China, these folks are on the cusp of knowing about what the Chinese are up to. And uh, uh, Nansu is with us. He, you've heard him before on my show. This is my first time to meet him face-to-face. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, Dave. Thank you for Thanks having me Thanks for being with us today. And, and let's talk about what's going on in China. i got to ask about the balloon just for a moment. All right, so the Chinese aren't stupid. They're very smart. So what they do, they put a balloon up, and everybody says, well, why can't NORAD see that? And the reason NORAD doesn't see it is very simple. Their, their equipment wasn't set to see balloons. Now they are again, but they couldn't see it before. Uh, so they set up so they can see it. That's not by just, you know, coincidence. You know, Chinese understood that. They saw that as a vulnerability. They're always looking for a vulnerability, and they found one. My question, everybody says, well, now it's over with. We shot it down. Yeah, it was a spy balloon. Duh. All right. We should have known that from the, the word go. Here is my question. The easiest way to deliver an EMP attack on the United States is by balloon. That's been known for years. Are the Chinese, you know, doing uh, you know, little che- you know, ch- uh, checks on this kind of stuff to see if they can pull that off? 
Well, I think that they are doing a, a balloon thing for three reasons. Okay.、Uh, number one, it's to test the strength of U.S. government, see how it's going to respond. Well, we failed、know. on that.、Uh, well, we sh- we eventually <laughs> shoot it down, right? The only thing think about is that the, the Chinese regime has miscalculated. It's the pressure of public opinion. See,、yeah. in China, there was no public opinion. Right in the public opinion, it's all one voice. So they miscalculate the public opinion's pressure. So actually, so the public op- op- opinion really pressure U.S. government to shoot it down. So number two, they they they, you know, if you look at、uh, China's di- top diplomat Wang Yi, just like a couple weeks ago, he was in Munich, Italy, and the global security conference. He talked about three things. Number one. He said the U.S. government shooting down the Chinese balloon is against the international rule because that's a civilian balloon, right? That's that's the test of U.S. government strength. Number two, this is what they are really playing right now. Number two, they accuse the you know the reason the Ukraine war has been. Lasted for so long is the U.S. because the U.S. government is sending too much weapons to Ukraine. Right. This is the this is the their bargaining chips, and then comes the third thing. That's really the asking price of the regime. The third thing is they accuse the Cold War、uh, mentality of U.S. government. Say the U.S. government put all the sanctions against the China's tech industry. They, that's the asking price. They are using. The the Russian Russians invasion of Ukraine as a bargaining power and ask U.S. government to stop the sanction against the the tech the tech industry of China. All right. So then, so what should we do? You know, the Chinese are talking to the Russians now. Are they going to give the Russians weapons? That's what everybody is watching. What should our government be doing? About that. Well, well, I think the first thing is, we,、uh, well, first of all, let's let's talk about a, a little assessment. What's what's going on in the year of 2022? You know, China Russia's、uh, total trade increased from 140 billion to 190 billion, more than 30 percent of the increase. China purchased all the oil gas from Russia, while、right. China sell. Drones and semiconductors to Russia. That's how China support Russia's war, and that's how Putin pay for the war. Right now,、uh, <clears throat> a lot of people have a clear picture. We Americans need to have a p- clear picture. Who is the major threat here? Russia's economy is less than one tenth of China. You know, comparing with China, Russia is a much, you know, lower threat. To the entire free world in the Euro Nation continent, leading by China, is quickly forming a, the biggest anti-free world alliance around China, Russia, Iran, North Korea,、uh, Taliban in Afghanistan, and other countries like Belarus, Pakistan. They are all there. You know, it's the huge, you know, ever, never before kind of level of threat. To the free world. So now, <clears throat> I think there's couple things our legislation, our legislature, really, our congressional leader really need to do. Okay. Number one, we need to have immediate full assessment if we have enough capacity to deter the kind of threat facing us. Think about this. Look at what our our airline is doing in Asia. 
Taiwan, two months ago, they made an announcement from the beginning of 2024, their military service time will quickly increase from four months to a full year. Now, that's just Taiwan, very tiny step. Japan, huge effort. Oh, Jap- they're building up. Yeah, 20, Japan's 2023 uh, military defense budget increased comparing with 2022. One-year jump, 26.3%. South Korea, South Korea president recently repeatedly spoke they want a nuclear weapon. Why are our airlines doing all that? In their eyes, in their minds, do they believe the U.S. have enough capacity to give them protection? I mean, this is why our congressional leader in, in immediately need to get it down. And number two, our let you know uh, congressional leaders need to have uh, make an immediate, as uh, you know, a uh, legislation actually should be done yesterday, last month, last year that to stop all the U.S. investment that's going to China, investing in China's tech industry. All right, so we're still in a drunken stupor about what Nixon did back in the 90s. Nixon, Kissinger, they go to China. Uh, We believe that if we are able to get China to become more capitalistic, the CCP will lose its power. Just the opposite has happened. We haven't figured that out yet, have we? Well, I think, you know, uh, we really need to wake up and see what's important to us. For example, Taiwan. A lot of Americans do not understand why Taiwan is so important. Hey, if we can't get the chips from Taiwan, you'll know who's important. Well, it's a lot more than chips. Okay. But think about that. Why Taiwan? Uh, why China? You know, Chinese Communist regime is so aggressively going after Taiwan. No, not just about the chips. Okay, chips. It's actually the easier part. Okay. Now think about this. What? Why? You know, if the reason that you know the Chinese regime going after Taiwan is if they take over Taiwan with those man-made islands in the South China Sea. You know, China stopped building the man-made islands in the South China Sea since right. 23. So, and they militaris, militarized all these islands, man-made islands. They dump massive amount of sand on the reefs and make it become islands. Now, <clears throat> with Taiwan in, under its control and all those man-made islands in South China Sea, chi- Chinese gom- government will have great control of South China Sea. Now, with that, they, can, they are able to do four things. Number one, they will control pretty much the economic lifeline of Japan. Japan's island nation, once of the economy depends on trade. Most of the trade going through South China Sea and okay. Taiwan Strait. Makes That's sense. number one. Number two, the China will have a much greater say to the global economy than what it has already now because the total ten trillion trade of ten trillion dollar amount of t- global trade, more than one third of those going through South China Sea. They control Taiwan, they control South China Sea. And number three, China will hold much bigger influence than the United States to the countries in the Southeast Asia, those countries all around South China Sea. Now, those countries called Asian Association, right? That's uh, 10 countries in the Southeast Asian country, uh, <coughs> Southeast Asia. Now, 
that Asian countries right now is the number one trading partner of China, superseding EU, superseding United States. EU num- second, United States the third trading partner of China, and Chinese Communist leader openly called the Southeast Asian countries the backyard garden of China. All right, I want you to hold your thought. And number three, what, uh, number four, one more, real once, quick. Uh, once they control the South China Sea, they will be able to make a further threat to the another important airline of the United States in Indo-Pacific region. That's Australia. Stay here. We got more to talk about from CPAC 2023. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show, CPAC. Well, we're in Maryland. We're right across the the Potomac River from Washington D.C. I've tried not. I went over and had lunch yesterday with uh, Senator Bozeman. But I wore a mask, okay, so I wouldn't get infected by the D.C. Uh, virus over there. And so I'm back here now at CPAC talking with all the conservatives, and now I feel really good again. I was getting a little shaky there for a while. Our guest is Nansu, and he's with the Epic Times. Nansu has been on my show many times before. We're talking about China. Let me tell you what. Our biggest threat in the United States, other than our deficit, is the Chinese. And you guess who owns a lot of our deficit? The Chinese do. They've bought it up. And what is it that Americans can't understand that we've got the Chinese government buying up land in America and we're not passing laws saying that you can't do that? Well, I think that we should have done this kind of legislation yesterday. Not yesterday. It should be done last month and it should have been done, you know, last year, maybe a decade ago. Because a lot of Americans do not understand what kind, what kind of a threat that we have done to ourselves. Right. Think about this: the total U.S. In- direct investment. I'm not talking about the trade. I'm not talking about the service. I'm talking about the cash direct investment to China. 2022 was up to um, like close to 120 billion. Now, think about this. This is from the United States alone. Now, from the entire Western world, how many hundreds of billions of dollars invested in China? That's what we've done to ourselves. Now, think about this. Back in the Cold War time between United States and Soviet Union, if the Western world throwing hundreds of billions of dollars to Soviet Union, will Soviet Union will have, ever have collapse? Will that kind of a political system, the communist system in Soviet Union, ever come up with a reform leader named Gorbachev? Right. It will never happen. This is what we have done to ourselves, and then we're continuously doing that. Now think about this. China right now, they already have largest navy in the world. Uh-huh. You know, they have, uh, their military have uh, 330 naval ships. Then United States only 293 uh, naval ships, and it's, uh, it's estimated by the year of 2030 they will increase another hundred, hundred sh- uh, naval ships, you know, reaching 430. China already have the you know have more nuclear land-based nuclear launch device than United States. China already have a much advanced hypersonic missile technology than United States. We are we start like a few years behind them, so and we are we are still keep sending like you know billions of dollars more each year to China. And I think one thing that uh, um, 
Now, think about this. This is very important. I think our congressional leaders and every every one of us should immediately call our、uh, you know congressional leaders to have them to make a full assessment to see if our United States have enough strength to deter the level of threat from China. Now look at the、uh, <laughs> look at what our airlines is being is being doing right now in Asia.、Um, Yeah, we talk about that, right? Yeah, you yeah. already talked about well, South Korea. You already talked about J- Japan. Japan South has es- exponentially in,、uh, increased their defense spending. Yeah, think about in their minds. In those their minds, do they think U.S. have enough capacity to deter China? Now think about this. If、uh, well, do we have the will to deter China? Well, the man in the White House doesn't have the will to defer. What the problem is, if we don't fight this war against the CCP, then our children and grandchildren will have to do it. You know, unless we don't mind our children and grand or grandchildren become the slave of CCP. We're the same. We're in the same boat that we were back in 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 the thirties when we watched, you know, the, the Nazis build up, and then we had to fight them. And Patton, you know, notoriously with the、uh, history, we know that he said, "Tell me to start a war with the Russians, and I'll beat them now, while we're still we still got them, where we can beat them." We're at this. We're at that point now with the Chinese, I, and, and they're starting to talk about 2024, 2025, that we're going to be at war with China. Yes. What's your thought about that? Well, think about this.、Uh, if you compare China with Russia. Russia's economy equal to China's economy of 2020. You know, once after we allow China join WTO in 2021, in 20 years between 2021, uh, 20 201 and 2021, 20 years China's economy grow tenfold. Okay. So there are more than ten times of Russia right now, and Russia's economy is just equal it's to it's crumbling. It's one province of China. Right. And North Korea is one city of China, so that kind of level of threat. I usually challenge people. I challenge people. Here is what you do: you pick up any regime, any regime in the entire history of mankind. You pick up any of them, and then you make a comparison with between that one you choose and with today's China, and then you can make five very simple as a bag. Of comparison, you will see the level of threat. Number one, the total economic power. Now, China by GDP, the second largest economy of the world. And if you compare GDP by PPP, the purchase pr- price parity, because with the same of, uh, amount of money, things over there are a lot cheaper. They can yeah, do a lot of things.、Right. So, if GDP PPP that comparison, China's economy already. Almost 18 percent more than U.S. economy. They are physically the number one economic power right now. Yeah, because we're fat, dumb, and happy. <laughs> number one. That's number two. The the total military power, right? Well, we already talk about you know the military. We are behind. And number three, the technology. Thanks to all the tech corporations sending our technology to China, they are quickly catching up. You know? We didn't even get a thank you note for all the computers we sent them under the Clinton administration. Yes, and number four, and the total population. You compare any regime in the history, compare with the total population under the regime's control of you know today's China. You got a 1.4 billion people there. 
right? What's going on? You know, if the war happened, and number five, the ones, the, the last thing is, you know, very important. You compare with how many people killed by the Chinese Communist regime. Oh my God! You know, close to eighty million people killed by the regime after it took um, over control of China in 1949 during the peacetime. Keep in mind, I mean, their foreign policy is just extension of the, their domestic policy. Wherever the way they treat their own people, it's how they're going to treat the countries around the world. So you make that five comparison, it's very simple. In the entire human history, you will never be able to find that any regime that po- posed that kind of a threat to the humanity and peace around the world. That's the biggest threat. Period. So I've I've given you some really great information today to enjoy your Friday and in the weekend. I know you're all smiling. You're happy after hearing what Nancy. Look, you got to hear the truth so that you'll act on it. That's the key, and it's a great it's a great honor to have him on. I'm going to keep him on for one more segment. I'm going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk Taiwan. All right, we're going to talk about Taiwan. Why is Taiwan important? There's a lot of people who don't think that they're important. Little tiny country. Well, let me tell you what. The Biden administration, I'm going to give them credit. They, they sent 200 more troops to Taiwan, okay? Now, why did they do that? Very simple. China attacks. Now they kill United States troops, and then we get into a for real. We'll talk more about it in just a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Nansun is going to be back with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show, live from CPAC 2023. See you in just a moment. Uh, and I got Nansu for that 13 minutes. So what's the big deal, right? Little island, you know, uh, you know, Mao ran, ran Chiang Kai-shek off the mainland. They're over on Taiwan now. Tell us why Taiwan's important. Yeah, we already talk about the the four different the aspects. South China Sea and all yeah, of South that. Yeah, South China okay. Sea. But then also another thing is people have to realize, right now the really the main focus of uh, U.S. Uh, foreign policy and also uh, the you know the global strategy it's really on the Indo-Pacific region. Okay, so what we do with with Taiwan sends direct messages to South Korea to Japan and to the other, you know, Pacific Rim nations about what the hell's going on, right? Yes. Well, think about this. The, the Indo-Pacific strategy started by Trump administration. Okay. Right. Now, the Indo-Pacific strategy, you know, basically encompasses half of the total world population and two-thirds of the world economy. But if Taiwan and South China Sea are controlled by China, then the entire region... You know, it's a great destabilize the entire region now. That you know, the U.S. Indo-Pacific strategy called the Indo-Pacific region the world's center of gravity, and that center of the most important piece of that center of gravity of the world really it's Taiwan. A little tiny nation like that, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's like saying Europe just sits on uh, you know Liechtenstein or something. Yeah. I mean, a very, little very tiny important. country. Yeah. You will tip the entire balance of the Indo-Pacific region. Then, of course, it's a huge global impact. Amazing. 
Really amazing. I, I just go back and, and, and mention that one Chinese general. You knew it was serious when he said, you know, uh, Taiwan or L.A., you know, uh, you know, which one are you worried about? Because he was telling us back in the uh, early 2000s that China was going to take back Taiwan. That's exactly what he was saying. You know, oh. he, I mean, it was like listen, it was trying like reading it out of a fortune cookie or whatever. But that's exactly what was what was happening. Well, a lot of Americans do not aware of that China has been in war with us since mid nineties. Okay, now the Chinese communist regime, uh, you know, the Chinese military generals, you know, had this so-called unrestricted and unconventional warfare against the United States ever since mid nineties. Now, it's it unrestricted, unconventional warfare. It's a warfare without any moral bottom line. It takes any forms like a cultural warfare, economic warfare, technological warfare, anything they can grab, you know, become and device for them to make it become a warfare against the United States. And so far in the last thirty years, you know, the only warfare that has not taken place between China and United States is the military warfare. And as our military generals and politicians, they're you know the. Right now, is discussing the timeline of military warfare that's approaching us, so we can see clearly see we are really behind and see what's coming. Well, seeing what's coming and getting prepared. How much does the Ukraine war fit into what the Chinese want to do, Nansu? I mean, they know that we're burning up a lot of uh, our our own bullets and and bombs and and weaponry programs uh, by helping out the Ukrainians. Are they keeping an eye on that to say we're going to be, you know, really uh, possibly be attacked by them and we can't protect ourselves? Well, I think, you know, China has been, we talk about that, you know, China has been helping the Ukraine war. Right, you know, China basically, you know, gave uh, Russia semiconductor drones while purchasing Russia's oil, and, well, and they're giving them money. That's the key right now. Yeah, that's the key. And also, you know, it just recently, this is what happened. You know, uh, uh, United States and the NATO caught a huge smuggling. That's you know, from Iran to Russia, they are giving you know, smuggling like uh, four thousand. Uh, 50, uh, 56, uh, 56 uh, uh, Chinese automatic uh, automatic gun. Right. That's like a, that that's a big old ship that was full of weaponry. And with one million ammunition with right. it, you know. So it's 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 like a fifty six automatic weapon made by China. It's like a, it's a little small, a small alteration of AK forty seven. So that's easily you can easily equip one brigade of a force. Right. So now, now the U.S. government and uh, NATO is considering to give all these things to Ukraine. Now, but that's just a small part. See, China has been giving you know uh, weapons to Russia through Iran, through North Korea. They have not done it by themselves, but, you know, that's what they're doing. So it's just like we need to have a clear idea who is behind Russia. Okay, so you're talking about committing war things against us. 
What about China and this whole fentanyl thing that's going on in the United States? They're flooding our markets with fentanyl. That is correct. They're trying to kill our young generations. You know, this is how they are going to really, in the daily on the daily basis, to weaken. You know the the you know the the strength of the United States as a whole country, as a whole nation, as a leader of the free world. Last question for you, and you just we just talked about fentanyl. Before we start, Nansu is my guest. He's a reporter for uh, the Epic Times. I've had him on several times, and whenever I want to really get into talking about China, this is the man I go to. All right, so let me just ask this of you, Nan. You said the China, you know, the Soviets used to have a ten-year plan. They always were doing, and we made, we got to the point where we made fun of it here in the United States. The Chinese have a a hundred-year plan, correct? That is absolutely correct. So, in fact, if you log into our webpage, the epochtimes.com, that you're going to see a newly released documentary called "The Final War." Okay. The Final right. War. If you go watch it, talk about a 100-year plot by Chinese Communist regime that started in 1949 when it take over control of China. They have a 100-year plan to take down the leader leader of the free world, the United States. Like I said, getting you ready for the weekend. <laughs> Big smiles, listening to the Dave Ellswick show today. But let me tell you, you got to know what's going on, and it's been going on for years. We have been paying our number one enemy to grow militarily, to grow economically, to take us down. That it's correct. We need to wake up. And we need to have oh one thing. Everyone, every American should do one thing: go back and check your、uh, retirement account and see who is your money manager, and call them and ask them to stop investing in China. Say if your money manager is Vanguard, it's State Street, it's BlackRock. I'm sorry to say, a lot of your money is possibly already investing in China and help China to building their military against us. Unbelievable, unbelievable. All right, maybe some of the folks in Congress will start listening to you, Nan. I mean, I I know you've got, you know, other people that can can talk as well. And and who's who's talking from the other side? Is it the Chinese themselves? Are are they false fronts that they've got? And they're telling the, you know, they're telling the,、uh, well. Heck, they—they're sleeping with our our congressmen. What can I say?、They're, you know. Well, I I think it's very important for every American to call to call your congressional you know representative to really push them to really to to build up the strength of United States and make make us really ready for what's forthcoming. What do we do with our businesses? Get back here to the United States and. Start making this stuff in the United States again.、Uh, that's one wonderful idea. And、uh, the bottom line is, if you if you are not afford to come back United States, well, that's the number one choice to have things made in your United States. But if you not afford to do that, at least the one thing you can do is relocate the supply chain out of China. You can go to India or Southeast Asia country or Thailand. Philippines, there's a lot of places you can go. Mexico, that's just our neighbor.、Yeah. So just don't invest the money in 
China to help Chinese Communist regime to kill our next generation. All right. And so, Epic Times, thank you so much. It's, I'm glad to meet you finally. All right, we'll Dave. We'll have you back on the air. To, you know, be on your show again. Okay, epictimes.com. Thank go, you Go watch much. that brand new documentary they have for you. You need to have your eyes opened. I'm just telling you. I've been talking about China since Getz of the Post was writing articles about them. They are a major danger, and it's getting closer by the day. It definitely is. I'll catch you on the, on the rebound again. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate you. Have a good one. All right. We'll be back. We've got an hour, another hour that we want to do. And we, uh, we appreciate Nansu coming by and spending time with us. That was an eye-opener, huh? That's what's good about coming to CPAC. Again, thanks to PI Roofing and Home Solutions for making all of this possible. I want you to call them today and tell them thank you for making it possible for us to do the show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.